Hello, Vixens, Vixies, all that are listening. Happy Valentine's week. Or as I kind of embarrassingly like saw in my own Facebook memories recently, Singles Appreciation Day slash week. <laughs> well, I'm no longer single. Um, thanks to actually the internet and dating apps and things that actually work. And so that's <laughs> actually pretty relevant to uh tonight's guest. But um before we go there, uh I'm joined as usual by my co-host Jesse. Hey everybody. And then so tonight we are joined from Hawaii by Shelby. Uh, she is, I'll let her sort of take the lead here, but the founder, the creator of, or at least the person who's been talking to us on Instagram, um, <laughs> associated with this new sort of online web-based community called Unjected. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I think you can put two and two together of what that might mean. <laughs> Aloha, everybody. Hello. It's so nice to be here. Yes, I'm Shelby, and you had that exactly spot on. Uh, Injected was my brainchild, uh, which I came up with just this last <laughs> year in spring of 2021 when everything got a little more interesting. <laughs> Definitely. A whole new world in kind of like yeah. the worst way. Um, yeah, not so many good ways. <laughs> No, I mean, there were so many different aspects as 2020 kind of progressed. The new normal, as they told us, you know, it included masking, it included, you know, shaming um, people for leaving their houses, forbidding you to see your friends, your family, like, you know, old people dying more alone than ever. I, I mean, sadly, like, as it's part of our culture, unfortunately, that people kind of do send their elderly to a care home to die. And I mean, yeah. anyway, but... So then 2021, like you said, kind of rolled around and this mass experimental rollout was taking place. And honestly, I was really disappointed with the fervor with which people ran out and got it like as soon as they could. Yeah. And, you know, who am I? You know, I was a little upset that actually like my, some of my friends didn't, you know, ask my opinion. But, you know, I don't matter. Clearly, I don't matter. But um it was like, you know, it wasn't even discussed. It was just, that was the thing that everybody had to do. Mm. You're hundred percent like, right. Kind of like, honestly, like, um, us, I don't know where you stand exactly Shelby, but you know, I may vote again. I just understand that like, there's only a limited, uh, purpose or reason to vote anymore. Once you kind of take the red pill, become an anarchist and you know, yeah. want the whole thing to collapse into the ground, right. into, into itself, like the Soviet Union. Um, and, but so, you know, everybody else has the impetus to vote. It's just like, it's your duty. And so they kind of like ran into this, honestly, like science experiment with the same sort of blind patriotic as it was sold fervor to just take this in the arm and- Right, your patriotic duty. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's what you need to do to protect your your neighbors and your uh, your family. And, you know, of course, they would use the PSYOP being fear, because that's the easiest way to get people, you know, to do these, these kind of things that we've convinced them to do. And just like you said, it was shocking to see who was brainwashed and, you know, who wasn't. And like, you know, everyone's posting their, their cards on social media and it was, you know, disheartening. And, uh, you know, 
we I feel like you know a lot of us had our you know we've already kind of like grieved those moments you know I definitely mm -hmm. had friends that said uh you know <clears throat> I trust the science and you're out of control and you know I don't respect any of your thoughts and you're just a conspiracy theorist and that was kind of it was it's it's been so obvious that you know we all have a kindred um you know spirit in this and that we've lost family and we have lost friends and you know we need to find each other again and have some more fun because it's been hard want all of our family and friends you know make decisions we thought we they, you know they would never make yeah i think that's the hardest part is the the people that have known us for like i've had friends for 20 years and they you know much rather just lose my friendship to dr fauci you know somebody <laughs> they've never met somebody that had, doesn't care about them has no personal interest in their lives whatsoever yeah mm -hmm. at all yeah like i, I don't know that's, how that that's the evident the, immediately too but i'm the crazy one because i don't trust these people <laughs> <laughs> so you don't trust that tiny man with the annoying voice who's been wrong every step of the way except for maybe in the very beginning when like i think he kind of had to just default on his training obviously because he hadn't gotten his instructions yet and then it, you know mm -hmm. it became clear as soon as he kind of did a complete 180 and you know we're living in that world we're living in a world that his evil selfish self created um with of I, course the help of other people but oh yeah i think you know fauci has been planning this a long time and uh you know robert f kennedy you know his new book the truth mm -hmm. about fauci you know he's he i believe with uh certainty that he's the one that you know created aids and hiv with his gain of function research and you know they've been planning this for a long time if they were able to create it then they can capitalize it on it later and you know it's kind of what we're watching happening and so i think you know fauci is just the puppeteer that they're putting forward you know i i believe that politics is all a circuit we've never voted for a president they've all been selected and you, you know and until humanity wakens up to that as a mass you know it's just going to be keeping you know give them bread and circuses and they won't revolt and that's mm -hmm. all politics is is a circus just keeps people Absolutely. thinking they have the illusion voice mm -hmm. yeah. speaking of bread and services bread and services bread and circuses we just you know <laughs> also through the super bowl which i didn't watch um you know odd mm -hmm. right um i didn't I went, <laughs> I went and had a lovely lovely valentine's dinner with my husband <laughs> instead nice. and i felt That's like that was wonderful. a lot more fulfilling definitely human connections way better yeah <laughs> but so, you know i hope that i hope the super bowl um red pills a lot of people because i mean if they can watch seventy thousand people gather in an indoor stadium and then send children to school with masks on it's just blatant child abuse so i hope yep. that we can really use that as a, a mass example because uh i mean it's just it's just right before our very eyes it's all on film yeah and you see all the elites not wearing the mask so you see how mm -hmm. how seriously they take it you know yeah, of course yeah because not if it was life or death they would be wearing them rules for the out. not for me they wouldn't be out <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. true so anyway because since we are yeah. always that the, we're the type that I, I mean i don't know about you guys but we've been trying to live as normal a life as possible um you know maybe some of that initial two weeks 
of the infamous two weeks to stop the spread. Like I didn't see anybody really other than my husband, but like we went, we went outside for walks. We, you know, weren't afraid to leave the house. And, um, it was just, I was always more afraid of like what the government was going to do to us, honestly. But so, you know, we're not, we're um actually shelby are this is a maybe a personal question but maybe it's related no. are you no, no i'm an open book are you single <laughs> or are you in yeah, a relationship? i'm married i'm married and i have okay. two children so it's Yay. funny because when i created injected it wasn't you know particularly for you know me but <laughs> I, I guess it, maybe the you're point, so generous <laughs> it's what maybe spurred some of the other ideas like friendship and the community and you know, uh, I saw the need was many places. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we're all three married, but um, we all can appreciate like how not easy it is to wade through waters of uncertainty and to date. Period. It's awful. I don't. I'm mm -hmm. just. I'm glad I'm done with that. It's the best ever. Oh yeah. And um, oh yeah. But we want other people to get to that point too. And whether it's you know finding the one or just finding like a really great person. I want you to kind of explain to our listeners what Injected is and, you know, how they will probably find some benefit to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, so, you know, like probably a lot of our listeners, it was last spring when Pfizer had released their clinical trial studies. And I think it's specifically like page 67 through 69. And they list, um, you know, exposure during pregnancy is considered when the trial participant is around somebody through skin contact or inhalation. And then at the same time, all these women who have either, uh, you know, gotten the COVID vaccine or been around people who have had it or partners who have had it are having these extreme menstrual issues then and they're being absolutely gaslighted and you know mm -hmm. none of it's being taken seriously and so i'm talking with heather she's our co-founder and we're just it was actually mother's day and we're sitting there talking and we're like we have to um do something about this and you know people deserve to have an option that's safer and you know if if you need to find an unvaccinated partner, where are you going to go? And because, you know, all these other places, you know, there's not that you have to, you know, fish for these questions. Or then we saw Tinder was discriminating against people who were unvaccinated and they had actually put, you know, vax badges on people's profiles Whoa. to say that they were vaccinated. And people were being banned off of Tinder because, you know, they had said like in their bios, like unvaccinated, please, you know, don't swipe on me if you are. And they would be blocked, but then people on the other side weren't. And so you know neither of us have any tech background but we just kind of figured out how to how to make injected uh, and so you know it started out as is dating and friendships so you can just like build your profile just like you would on facebook or instagram add little tags about yourself and upload photos and then you can uh, search and match with users all around the world and so we do have uh, users in 85 different countries all 50 states and almost 100,000 people on there so far. So there's, there's definitely a lot of us out there. Uh, but then if you're not looking for friends or relationship, if you're totally cool on that, you know, we do have 
other options for you. So we have a, a whole directory, kind of like a Craigslist. So if you're a business or you're professional, oh. you can go in there and you can post in these categories that are applicable to you. And then, you know, just forward it right to your own information because we all deserve to be able to go into an establishment and be treated with respect. You shouldn't have to you know, show vaccine paperwork to go somewhere. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, people who believe in freedom will hopefully want to, you know, advertise themselves there and it's free to use and um, people can, you know, find their resources because that's been so taken advantage of, I feel like, especially here in Hawaii. Yeah. So before we started recording, we were talking about you being in Hawaii and Hawaii being like an incredibly isolated place and how they're super, super strict still on a lot of the local mandates. And um, so, yeah, I probably won't come visit you anytime soon. I'm sorry, but <laughs> they all good. Um, and as you were kind of saying, like they were really, and we saw the, the gaslighting everywhere, but we saw the propaganda everywhere, but I really thought it was an interesting thing that, um, you know, just kind of highlighting like what your experience was in Hawaii. Cause I feel like we've all heard of like what is happening in Hawaii, but we haven't heard that from a Hawaiian. Well, I'm not Hawaiian. Um, you know, know that's that. definitely just I'm more sorry. of the culture. No, no, they'll just, um, I just have to say it cause people will be upset, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, you know, I respect the Hawaiian culture. They're such a beautiful people and this land is so gorgeous and I feel grateful to be here. And I've, I've lived in Hawaii for almost 10 years now and I've had both my children here. Uh, but what I've seen over the course of COVID has just so disheartened me uh you know Hawaii really fell for it because they they made it sound like it was the right thing to do for your community kind of like you mentioned and they just you did they use that psyop on people and you know it was like the aloha thing to do and Maui mask up and you know we've actually been in a state of emergency since March of 2020 and we still are declared a state of emergency and that we have 20,000 tourists that fly in a day so I think it's just a little outlandish at this point they're just do you know we just are under the rule of um obviously bigger people uh under the over the shadows but you know um it's it's uh been for since yeah two years we've had the mask mandate and it's not so much where you can't just like go in and just be a rebel and not wear it like they'll just straight up kick you out you don't get to get your groceries and they'll call the police on you uh and so it's mm -hmm. finally just started to be a little more lenient um, but then, you know, we had this, they've had this Vax card mandate since uh, October, I believe, which is for any restaurant in Hawaii, you have to have a vaccine card to go inside. Uh, so, and they've been totally compliant with that. People are totally fine to check paperwork door, like Nazi Germany. Uh, it's outlandish. So I'm really sad for Hawaii. I hope that they do wake up because we've been sacrificing our children. Mm -hmm. They've allowed vaccine clinics to happen at the schools and they consider informed consent being being present at school so they will give your child a shot at four years old in hawaii if they're present at school so it's a, tra a travesty and I, I i pray for all these people yeah that's terrible i think i would have to murder someone if they tried to do that to my kids <laughs> oh yeah oh it's i i can't even believe it i actually have a friend on Instagram and she said that she would and she just lives down the road and she said she was at the park with her kids and uh, a little girl had run up and said look I got my Pfizer at the at the playground 
and I just, I would have probably thrown up. I would have gotten in a fight. I, yeah, (laughs) that's the stuff I can't handle. I like, like, how did, how did you handle that? Um, but yeah, is I know Hawaii is a beautiful place, but, um, they've used the isolation as their excuse. You know, we only have like one hospital in Maui for all of our people here. So they've used that excuse right from the beginning. Oh, there's only nine ICU beds, you guys. If if we don't get this right, we're going to have a huge problem. And, you know, that never happened and it still hasn't happened. And yet they they post the actual stats that the vaccinated triple boosted are on ventilators and still they, they go and do it. I don't know. Well, you could maybe give people uh, medication, you know, early on in the disease process so that they don't have to go to the hospital. That would be Ivermectin? a shocking what? idea. What? Vitamins? What are those? Are those horse noises you're making? <laughs> Nay. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, all seriousness, you're 100% right. Early treatment is 100% the only way to... Um, to go it's like why has this been avoided uh and even if you're a healthy person you're probably chances if you don't even do anything you're gonna be okay too so you're gonna be great you're gonna be fine you're gonna be just fine natural immunity i know yeah that was one thing um, from the get-go like we saw the risk stratification immediately and as soon as i saw that i was like oh then i really don't have to be worried and you know, maybe some of my more vulnerable like relatives might be, you know, in jeopardy, but I think, I think they're going to be okay. You know, you just have to stay healthy, do proactive things for your health and your immune system. And, you know, we'll see, but we're not going to sacrifice time together because life is short, sweet and precious. And, you know, we only have this one, as far as we know, you know, what we have is right here. And, or at least like this is the only time it's going to be ever this way exactly as it is now again. And so like, I think um, kind of going back to like, or at least like what interested me when I first found you about, uh, about injected was that, so not only is it like relevant that, you know, perhaps your partner's DNA and uh, reproductive capabilities, like all that's going to be intact and not assaulted, you know, perhaps a, a, healthy immune system still functioning on its own that hasn't been degraded by booster after booster after booster. Um, You know, besides those more biological issues, I think like what is huge and what I've been very thankful for is it'll probably align you with somebody who shares the same values. And those are, um, I met my now husband uh, before COVID and you know, we had only been dating since March or no, April, 2019. And then March, 2020 came around and I told him, I was like, we're not quarantining apart, like at all. That's not happening. Like you're going to stay yeah. here. I don't care what happens. You're staying here. And he was like, okay. And it was like, all right. And then, <laughs> and if, <laughs> it's like, if you made it through 2020 with somebody, especially like 2021 has been a wild ride too, but 2020, I think told people a lot about themselves, about each other, about, unfortunately, the, the world. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. yeah, it changed the perspective uh, for so many people. And I just, I think it like wiped out, you know, there's probably like 10 initial questions like that you would have asked somebody on your first date, you know, mm-hmm. which, which, you know, like silly questions. And then it was like, 
turned into a way different scenario for a lot of people. <laughs> way different questions to ask. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, you know how they tell you when you first meet, when you're on yeah. a date, like you need yes. to stay away from certain topics, like, you know, religion and politics and all that stuff. But I'm thinking Dive maybe those are, yeah, maybe those are the exact things you're supposed to talk about on the first date and just go ahead and weed people out before you get too far in. And then you realize that you fundamentally disagree on these things right so those are actually things that we did on injected we added you know all sorts of curious interests that you can select to you know find people in the uh matchmaking system so we've got conspiracies on there you know anti-mask we've got all sorts of different uh interests so we hope that'll help people weed them out a little faster <laughs> and in a sort of yeah, fun that's way good. <laughs> yes, in a very like, in a cheeky that, way. That's our yeah. Ironic that that's most people select everything. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we are we've been you know like pondering the topic with because uh, we've gotten a lot of emails because uh, people have been vaccinated but they're going to refuse to be boosted, and they say, "Are am I allowed to join the community?" I'm sorry, you know, for what I've done. I, I see now that I've woken up mm -hmm. after the fact. And so, uh, you know, and not everyone does have that affliction of having a vaccinated partner. It's totally obviously freedom of choice and medical 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 choice. I mm -hmm. obviously think it's a, a, a genocide bioweapon, but if you don't think it is, that's totally your opinion. And, but we are gonna add a section on for people. So if you are vaccinated, you can filter yourself out and have a profile. Um, you know, but we're just going to ask that they stay away from the blood bank and the sperm and egg directory that we've got going on, because obviously, you know, <laughs> control, control studies are above all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, happy to be in the control group. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. You mentioned a blood bank. So that's one of the sort of postings you have on it the app? Or the, the so website. it's been really frightening to me. I've, I came to the realization, you know, last year, pretty early on that when, especially when people were magnetic and having all sorts of adverse events and like, well, what's happening with their blood? And, you know, there's 4 million blood transfusions just alone in the United States every year. And uh, what's gonna happen when, when people get transfused with this blood. And at first the Red Cross wasn't taking donations because they acted like they were doing the right thing. Um, and then slowly but surely they've allowed the vaccinated to donate and it's on their website blatantly. Uh, if you've had the vaccine, you can donate within 48 hours if you know which one you've had, uh, including your booster. And if you don't know what you had, uh, you just have to wait two weeks and that's the only requirement and we've gotten photos from people who actually work in a laboratory setting of vaccinated blood versus unvaccinated blood Ooh. and it's a different color it's Ugh. frightening and when you look at it under a microscope the red blood cells the white blood cells you know the leukocytes all these things are just absolutely destroyed and they have masses like of graphene oxide in there and so these, this has already caused people adverse events from receiving transfusions from vaccinated people. You know, they can't really prove that it was from a vaccinated person, but they felt unwell after receiving this blood um, and or organs are being, you know, they're, they're not accepting these organs anymore 
because mm. they're, you know, they're not, they're not no good. But then ironically, they're turning away unvaccinated people from receiving these services. So mm -hmm. I, you know, that's one thing that I've been really freaked out about. And so we did add a, a directory on injected for, for people. If you know your blood type, you can go on there and say like, I'm, I'm Shelby, I'm an A negative and I live in Hawaii. And here's my contact information. If you need to contact me, uh, I'll give you some unvaccinated blood. And um, the same goes for, you know, people with sperm and eggs and breast milk and uh, surrogacy and basically everything. But uh, so we do have, you know, two different directories on there. We don't have a way of, you know, collecting these donations mm. yet, but we hope one day that we'll be able to figure it out. Um, you know, we do have enough fired healthcare workers around the world. Mm -hmm. I think we'll be able to, to come together and, and find a new way. Because I mean, just like we saw in the 80s with AIDS and HIV blood transfusions. Um, it's all under Fauci's watch. And here yep. we are again. Mm -hmm. History will repeat itself if we don't, uh, you know, speak up about it. So I do, I do talk about that one quite a bit. Yeah, that's something I haven't really thought about was how uh, blood transfusions are going to go for the future. Because I used to I was on an oncology nurse. I used to give blood all the time. So you're super familiar with yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. so I would, you know, I would have to, you know, we have like these protocols. We have to stay in the room for 15 minutes because usually if they're going to have like a bad reaction it's within the first five minutes. But yeah, I'm curious, like wondering what it, what that field is like now. Do you guys follow, uh, <laughs> Gosh, Britt Galvin on Instagram. She mm -hmm. uh, so. is all sent. I'll have to send you her page. She has a bit spoken out about her uh, adverse event to the vaccine. She was unfortunately debilitated from it from a long time, but she was magnetic to the point where like keys were sticking to her face. Like she could stick objects all over her and she would be at the hospital and they'd like basically tell her nothing's wrong, not associated with the vaccine. Uh, but then finally, she's been getting, you know, help from the community that on Instagram who's found her and like it didn't gaslight her. And uh, she had some really interesting things that she posted about blood. So I implore everyone to go look at these slides. I've also posted some um, on Injected's page as well. But she has a lot of befores and afters of her blood and of her husband's blood who's unvaccinated versus hers. And then she's been doing um, like hyperbaric chamber. Uh, treatments that have been helping, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what's starting to happen is uh, these long-term donors of blood who have just received their booster are going in and they're testing positive for HIV because the markers are coming up in their blood. And mm -hmm. so now we're going to not only have, a, you know, a shortage, but all these people are going to have this, you know, whatever this is going on. And um, I do believe that people, as their ADE progresses, I think that they will benefit from having blood transfusions, unvaccinated blood to a vaccinated person, just so yeah. they'll feel normal, just so you can have some healthy blood and feel okay for a week or two at a time. And I do see that that happening, unfortunately. Mm. What a crazy, so, but we'll, we'll, crazy world. we'll welcome these people. We'll forgive them for what they've done. You know, it, they obviously didn't know. And I think we have to thank them for their sacrifice because this is a, a, an awakening for humanity. And without them playing this role, we wouldn't be able to learn this. 
So when they're when they're gonna when they when they need us, we'll be there. But in the meantime, I think it's time for us to all come together. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering if we're gonna if like um, there's gonna be treatments in the future, like you know, for you know how we would give like a chelating treatment yeah. to people who have like lead poisoning or something like that. You know, right. I wonder if we're gonna be doing something similar I to some totally of these people. That. Yeah, I do believe that. Absolutely. I think that they'll really benefit from it. And there's already talk about, you know, ivermectin helping detox vaccine effects, side mm -hmm. effects. You can like, I've heard that, yeah. You, yeah, if you're, you know, of course, using your specific doses and things. Um, but uh, I mean, gosh, I believe it's gene altering. So I think there's only so much that it can help. But, if, you know, it might it might help some first events for some people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what Dr. Malone was talking about on uh, Joe Rogan was it was it's not necessarily the mRNA. Sometimes it's like the uh, the the additives to it that have that like get into the bloodstream and go and it gets into every organ in your body. It seems to magnetically be attracted to like women's ovaries for some reason. This like so. proteins. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, I'm thinking of that. What is it called? The uh, about the nanolipids, propylene glycol, or am I saying that right? Like, yeah, I, I guess like it's yeah. the it's the factor that's sort of housing the mRNA. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like the lipid it's in. Like, exactly. Yeah. Those. It's lipid exactly. casing, which is not you know not toxic or not just benign. It's something that's foreign to your body, and some people mm -hmm. are having like incredibly adverse reactions and then other people aren't and i think it's coming out like and shelby you've probably seen this but it's coming out that like you know certain batches are more are proving to be like more toxic than others based on people's outcomes it's not just like oh that person had a bad reaction it's like no Absolutely. that person was injected with the batch that affected a lot of other people too because it was yeah. clearly a higher intentional yeah dosage. yeah and, and absolutely it's nothing short of intentional at that point it's definitely intentional and and i believe that just to add to the psyop that a lot of people also receive just saline placebo oh, for sure. because those are the people that went out and expanded the narrative of i went and got my vaccine and i felt totally fine so mm -hmm. you should go get yours too and when in reality you had a saline shot and you got lucky but you know i, I I do believe they have staggered that through, um, you know, all of their different rollouts through the age groups. And just like you said, yeah, it's intentional. And even on another, um, like, you know, note, just the way they're administering the vaccine, people aren't educated on how to administer it correctly. And, you know, it's supposed to go into your muscle, but if they go any deeper than that, then you're getting, that vaccine is going right into your bloodstream immediately, right into your heart. It's not gonna dissipate for 30 minutes. And you're going to, those people are having way more adverse events as well, because you got a shot in the Walgreens parking lot from somebody who doesn't even know what they're doing. And so you, the, the, nobody's talking about that either. It's just crazy to me. You're just like, you just traded your life away at Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> or worse, you know, the stadium. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. they're not getting, they're not getting all the information. That's the thing. It's of like, course. You know, there's no informed consent. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just read those like 18 uh, like adrenal vectors of HIV and Moderna's shot. 
And where's the informed consent on that? Where was it the informed consent on the vaccines in Europe that were what adreno vector that encased COVID with the HIV protein? Mm -hmm. We don't need to consent. We don't need to tell people that. It's not a big deal. But I mean, now it's starting to appear. The narrative is definitely getting shifty, crumbling. And then but I wonder what they're what they're going to turn it into. That's always the. Uh... The scary thing and um speaking of like this whole kind of new hiv aids development um also coincidentally and or not so coincidentally but um what's the nobel prize winning doctor's name luke montagnier or montagnier yeah or, uh montagnier yeah, yeah. Who no, he just, just recently passed away yeah like last week and um, yeah he was right after he was he the one that was warning people to go get tested for yeah. HIV or mm -hmm. AIDS after like having received these shots for the booster. Yeah. And then even the the narrative like um just in the media, like celebrities like preaching, like go get go get your HIV test so you know your status. And like I saw one from like Prince Harry or something. Like and then there's you know, people I don't have, have cable television, but people are claiming that commercials are like all for HIV or AIDS treatments mm -hmm. and then of course we know that Moderna already approved their trials on their HIV vaccine so obviously they're prepped and ready to treat the people that they've caused illness hmm. yeah um what's I gonna say oh no I don't have cable either but um like on Christmas I remember right around Christmas we were preparing for it and husband put on Roku and so Roku how you're able to get some free things like you'll get right, commercials right. so you know I only ever hear actual commercials or anything like that's not my predetermined <laughs> media yeah. is yeah. when you know like there's a random commercial that comes on somewhere somehow um and so that was one of it or like you know the radio but I also don't listen to the radio because it's the same like bombarding of propaganda there too yeah so yeah, yeah no christmas time my i literally like it was um the commercials that kept coming up there was a commercial for um warning people about deep vein thump thrombosis so blood clots and like that mm -hmm. you should take that seriously and go you know talk to your doctor um heart attack uh also you know don't don't just uh, take it casually you should probably go see your doctor if you uh, have reason to believe that you're feeling any kind of like cardiac stress and or a an actual heart attack. And I was seeing commercials about HIV medicine and, you know, treatment, I guess. But it was also like talking about, it was so weird to me because I was like so literally just bizarre. staring at it. But it was and talking about how um, it was like, the, it was parallel COVID language, like how it's not detectable. And so right. you can't like pass it. And then it's like, ah, uh, maybe but like why is that cool but like yeah. non-detectable covid isn't cool uh like it was just are everybody down with hiv now like yeah no? well it's like predictive programming they you mm -hmm. know the more that they play it and the more they show it in the media and the more they normalize it they'll be able to make what they've created more palatable for people because they've already you know brainwashed it into them of you know oh you know there's already treatments or whatever yeah but i gosh i i don't know i forgot what i was going to say there but yeah 
I think what United States is only one of two countries that advertises uh, prescription medication on TV. You might it's like illegal. One three, but yeah, it's like illegal everywhere else. You can't I advertise think, um, for medicine. I think Talk other countries that do, like the few, like the one or two other countries that do, are like super regulated. And so I guess that gets into mm -hmm. an interesting spot for like us more free market driven folks that don't want. Um, unnecessary regulation. We figure that the market would regulate itself, and um, you know, I do think it would. But so the United States, in some ways, is like the worst of the best. Because totally. I don't even know. I'm not describing it properly, but it's no, that's like, right. That is take, accurate. Take advantage <laughs> of <is>. our system, <laughs> yeah. and then you know, use it against us. You know, the United States. And everything that we are experiencing here as a country, it, we're not free market. This is not a free market capitalist society. You know, mm -hmm. there's underpinnings of it, and those are great. And that's the reason I think, like, we've done so well, the reason we continue to be prominent. And, you know, that's, I think, what would keep us safe and keep us prosperous and keep us as a productive, you know, country in the world, uh, in the world stage you know, where we've kind of gone off the hinges and we're not free market is basically anything the government touches, which unfortunately is more and more and more, including healthcare, which is the scariest thing. So here we're talking about like blood transfusions. I don't know if like my mom took herself off the uh, organ donor list when she got her new uh, license. And I, I saw somebody else say like suggest that recently too. And it's like our organs are going to people that you know, I'm sorry for them if they didn't want to, but like got shamed and complied and or enforced compliance to yeah. have these mi mandates, but, or have these um, shots. But, you know, we're hearing these horror stories of these people who didn't want it, they got it so that they could, you know, stay on the list to get this organ, this precious life-saving organ from another person. And in, and in, the follow-up events from receiving this injection, they died. And thus, you know, they don't need the organ anymore. It's just like, it's just genocide, like is the word. It is murder on all fronts. And I'm yeah. just disgusted by the medical system. I, I 100% again, it's not a, not a free market medical system. No, I, you know, the United States has been a corporation for a long time. You know, probably when they got rid of the gold standard, they traded that away when our money became worth nothing. But they were able to convince people of that very easily. And, you know, so on. That was a long time ago. Here we are. And, you know, now we've got all this. Um, everything is online. And so it's easy for them to transition into more control. And I believe that Big Pharma has you know, Big Pharma bought out the teachers and Big Pharma bought out the medical school and Big Pharma bought out the banks and they bought out the lawyers and they bought out the judges and they bought out the school system. And actually Big Pharma owns the United States of America, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and the shadows, they are huge, massive players. That's why they make what, like billions of dollars a quarter. And you know that's how they were able to convince everybody to take uh to take this so easily because you know if they've if they in medical school and in the doctors aren't educated and if they make sure that everything is convoluted from every single area then it's just 
So it was a master plan. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's um it seems to me just having worked in healthcare for so long that um it's not not just the pharmaceutical companies but insurance as well. Totally. What yeah. definitely will steer the healthcare and will tell doctors like how to diagnose and what to diagnose instead of letting the doctors you know the people trained to do these things the, do it themselves. But, and doctors find themselves um, a lot of times not in control of the treatment for their patients anymore. You know? And I think that that's why we're seeing, like we not only have a nursing shortage in this country, we have a doctor shortage because who the F wants to do this job? Yeah, and you're exactly after this. right. Yeah, insurance is such a huge factor. You're totally right. Like the payouts that they got in hospitals <laughs> for COVID deaths or yeah. giving inappropriate medication like remdesivir. I mean, it's just incredible. They You actually made money to kill people instead of save them. Facts. So yeah, it's, yeah, facts. Mm -hmm. it, it was a plan. And that's, I mean, part of it too is like, I know so many doctors that have just fallen for the narrative of, of it all too. And I don't know how they live with themselves. I just don't understand it because I would think they'd have a much higher level of integrity, but I'm, I guess I'm wrong. They don't realize they've been completely yeah. hoodwinked. Yeah. They just don't know, you know, it's kind of that classic, you know, the Bible quote, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. And it's true. They, they really don't know uh, that they are committing crimes uh, against humanity. But the ones that do see stuff and aren't saying things, you know, if you're being complacent in the mass murder of, you know, tons of people, you know, there's not going to be any excuse to any higher power if you say you were just doing what you were told. You know, every, Nuremberg proved that a long time ago, too. Yeah. And, you know, the media and everyone is responsible for this. You can't be, you know, complacent in this. So I'm thankful that, you know, that really the one thing about this is it's brought forth a lot of the true characters, you know, mm -hmm. we've gotten to like really see who is real and who isn't. Mm -hmm. And thankfully it's brought to light. It's right. It's red pilled a lot of people, you know, that have like finally, you know, they maybe are asleep at the wheel, but they're wait a second, something isn't quite right. So, you know, thankfully it's, it's played its course. I think it's shown, I think it should be a big red flag to people now when you are going to the hospital for sure. Cause I mean, I know what I, I know for myself, I know now like who to avoid seeing as a patient <laughs> and mm -hmm. what nurses to ask not to have if I ever have to send a loved one to a hospital because as unfortunately some of these people used to be my friends but I know a lot of people in my area that I went to nursing school with or worked with I have a lot of connections and some of these people I don't trust anymore because I don't think that they're going to do what's right yeah that's unfortunately. so unfortunate that's unfortunate yeah I mean it's yeah. there's probably like like very few circumstances I can think of where a hospital is a safer choice. I mean, when I worked in the hospital, I will say like, you'd be, I mean, you would be shocked at what happens and how they cover up a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, right. and that was before. Mm -hmm. uh, have, have you guys seen, uh, have you heard of nurse Erin out of New York? She was the 
yeah, the whistleblower out of New York, she was saying exactly mm -hmm. what you said, Jesse. Just it's amazing what people are like allowed to happen. Like she would, patients were fine, and then she's asked to leave the room, and she comes back, and they're gone. What happened there? What mm -hmm. happened to all of those people while it was claimed isolation? You know, was that just actual murder? Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, there's your, you know, insurance payout is 10 times more if they passed away. And, you know, who knows? Yeah. And yeah, here at Maui, we, we only have one hospital. And uh, they, for, I mean, gosh, the last year, the requirement has been you're not allowed to visit anyone in the hospital unless you're vaccinated. Uh, so, like, if, unless it's like end of life care or, you know, like OB. But, mm -hmm. it, Basically, like, so even if you were in an accident and, you know, you weren't dying, but you still had to be there recovering, no one can come see you. And is that yeah. healthcare? Is that, no. is that going to save people? Yeah. Let's isolate them from any love, human connection, frequency, uh, touch, smiles, uh, and then we'll, we'll call it healthcare. It's very sad. It reminds me of, you know, what I would read about what they did with the early AIDS patients in the hospitals when they would they would put them in the basement of the hospital and families wouldn't come see them and they would you know because the way that Dr. Fauci had told us what you know how the virus worked you know you could get it by sitting on a toilet seat right so people were afraid to be around people who were sick with AIDS so they would just put them in the basement of the hospital pretty much and these people would die alone in the hospital well, we kind of have done the same thing with COVID, but not only did we do that, we, we shoved ventilators down their throat and we put them on these uh, medications to keep them from fighting it. So they're basically like paralyzed and they're scared and they have to be in the hospital alone with this machine breathing for them, which is basically making their lungs worse and killing them. Um, and they can't be there with somebody who cares about them or could advocate for them or anything, yeah. you know? And that's one of the things like that scares me because um, what if they didn't need to be on the ventilator? What if somebody could have been there like to say, no, that's not, you're not doing that to my mom or you're yeah. not doing that to my wife. My aunt, you know? yeah. My yeah. Aunt, yeah. Murder. Advocacy. You're, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Having another person that's standing in with energy watching you yeah i mean they they kind of were allowed to run rampant mm -hmm. and you can't i mean nurses try to be advocates but i mean sometimes we can't be because we're so short-staffed yeah. and we don't know the full situation like a family member does i've always was either super annoyed when families would be there or very thankful that they were there to see things that i couldn't catch because you know some some shifts are really busy um you know, but I'd much rather have a family member there than not in those types of situations. So hundred mm percent. -hmm. So <laughs> we need to start our own hospitals, basically. <laughs> I agree. We've gotten lots of suggestions for injected, like injected hospitals, airlines, you know, mm -hmm. uh, our own car services, <laughs> schools. <laughs> We've gotten quite a quite a large list running here. We're <laughs> I mean, that might be what we have to do. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, you know, there used to be when we had Jim Crow laws, we had the black hospitals and the white hospitals. Well, now we might have to do the, you know, vaccinated hospitals and the unvaccinated hospitals, you know, because I mean, it's 
it's just kind of getting to a, a, a bad place now where we we're discriminating against each other over this one issue. And it's, you know, it's definitely going to affect a huge population of people if we don't have something soon. Ironically, it's like this, the only reason the segregation has occurred is because both sides just genuinely care about the other person. Hey, I really don't want you to die. Please take this vaccine. And then we're on the other side, like, hey, I really don't want you to die. Please don't take it. So Mm -hmm. it's ironic. Like we're all just fighting over actual genuine love at the end of the day like we care about each other but the way it's happened has gotten way too convoluted uh mm-hmm. but you know yeah we've experienced like so much we've been ostracized and slandered and told we can't be a part of you know be a basic member of society without it and mm-hmm. that's outlandish and you know coercion isn't consent and all of these people that had to get the vaccine for their job or their whatever that's that was not consent. So uh, you know, I, I believe that millions of people have been medically raped in this country yeah. and all over the world. Exactly. Uh, that's what it yeah. is. It it really is. If your boss said you give me a blowjob or I'm gonna fire you, that that's exactly what that is. It was just replace that with a shot. It's mm-hmm. no different. No different. And what's funny is I like the last Friday I had to fill out my. Uh, religious exemption form for why I don't want to take this vaccine and I wanted to be like you know they ask you well why don't you want to get this vaccine I wanted to be like because I don't you don't need it's none of your damn business because I because I don't want to you should not even have to explain yourself I never with the flu shot you never have to yeah and that's another thing that people say like well don't nurses or healthcare workers aren't they already mandated to get shots not in tennessee i guess it depends on the state but in tennessee you can always opt out with the flu shot and you never have you just sign a box that says i don't want to get the shot that's it you don't have to give a reason also not experimental mrna injections i wouldn't even call them vaccines Mm -hmm. and you know, this is the first time that we've ever done this, and all of the test animals that we've used have a hundred percent death rate, and no one wants to talk about that. We just went from manufacturing, let's skip animal trials, go straight to injecting millions of people. We'll avoid all science, and then we'll do it to our children. Society has gotten really far off base with that <laughs> so i think you know finding people who do agree with you uh, and are on the same page with you as you is really vital right now because mm-hmm, yeah. i mean on the other side it's like at, at this point it's like do you agree with genocide or not yeah i mean it's like honestly these people are zombies it's you know it's not a question of whether or not did they do this to themselves or did they deserve do they you know deserve to think like this but a zombie is dangerous to you regardless even if they don't mean to be. And that's how I see these people. It's like, you're not thinking for yourself and you're not getting all the information and you're pushing your children, you're pushing your friends, your family into doing the same thing. And you don't know what you're talking about. And it is deadly. And it's led to all kinds of horrible things. And you aren't, no matter how many times you see it, like I have a coworker right now, she's had COVID three times. Um, she has a, she has a, she thought she had rheumatoid arthritis, but they think that she might've had some other kind of autoimmune disease, but she still got boosted. And I asked her, I was like, 
is there a possibility that maybe the vaccine just isn't for you? It's not working for you. And she just was like, well, I don't know what else to do. And I was like, maybe just next time, just don't do it and see what happens because it doesn't seem to have stopped you from getting sick three times with COVID. Mm, yeah. Like well, she has no caused, immune system. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's caused it because of the immune system crash. So it's, mm -hmm. it's like the perfect plan. Um, but, you know, actually, I just want to say if anybody is listening to this who's having issues with their religious exemptions, I've been fortunate enough to meet um, some really great lawyers, this injected community, and they do have a, um, a, actually a gentleman right now in Texas who is an attorney who has helped get many um, religious exemptions approved across the country. So if you guys do need help, you can always send me an email on your website and I'll connect you. Uh, because yeah, you don't just, the fact that you have to have a religious exemption is ridiculous to begin with, uh, let alone worry about it being approved. So just outlandish. Yeah. No, that's oh, and my job right now is so, we're having the hardest time keeping people, like getting people to come work for us. Because if, I don't know about you guys, but if you've been keeping up with like all the hiring, like in Tennessee, we are hiring. If you need a job, everybody's hiring right now because everybody's moving here and they mm. need work. Really? So yeah. So all the hospitals are overwhelmed. They need more nurses. I've been getting, I get like notifications on for jobs all the time, like every single day. Um, so I'm thinking that here they're going to eventually realize that they shouldn't have fired all the nurses that they fired and rehire them back and get rid of this, the, the vaccine mandate because there's our population, at least in Knox County, has probably grown by a third and uh, it's getting to where we need our healthcare workers back. And, wow. and even just any service, like there's all like that. I've been seeing advertisements for like all kinds of jobs. They're actually hiring truckers right now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to if you want to be a trucker and then you want to protest this is the time to do it in Tennessee <laughs> times time is now yeah <laughs> uh well you know what and it's like that's such a great point because why would we ever need to have fire healthcare workers if there was a real pandemic exactly. wouldn't we absolutely need every single person wouldn't we need so many hands, hands available that we would yeah. have never yeah discriminated against oh actually guys this is the most deadly pandemic ever but we're just gonna fire all of you because we don't actually need your help yeah guys let's just use one percent of cognitive thinking ability here. i know i had i had somebody on uh facebook made a comment when all of this was starting to happen it's like well the nurses made their choice they made their choice <laughs> and i was just like you're an idiot because you're the one that's going to end up needing the hospital <laughs> Yeah. You might need a, a nurse. Your family <laughs> member might need a nurse. You're a dumbass because then you're not going to have anybody there to take care of you. It's already like a yeah. skeleton crew before mm -hmm. all these nurses left. And that means that there's going to be increases in falls, increases in infections. Um, you're going to see uh, mistakes being made when they're working on procedures. And there's going to be things that are going to be overlooked because nurses are the eyes and ears of the doctor. So and then when you're, it's not just nurses getting fired, doctors are getting fired too. Nurse practitioners are getting fired. Yeah. So people that you would rely on for medication, for prescriptions, they're not there either. Like, think about this. <laughs> so yeah, you can blame us, like we lose our job, but you also lose your healthcare. Yeah. 
yeah it's kind of like biting the hand that feeds you yeah yeah and i will say like uh the nurse the nurses and doctors who are questioning this and don't want to get injected with this stuff are probably the nurses and doctors that you want because they're the ones that pay attention to stuff absolutely 100 percent. it yeah at this point you know yeah it's about choice but i think you mentioned earlier like you don't even understand biology if you made this decision Mm -hmm. or just it or have any respect for your health I'm just saying, like you just said about the studies, I mean, I read about the mRNA studies and they will, people will say just blankly, oh, they've been studying mRNA vaccines for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's been going really bad guys. Yeah. It's been an an abysmal failure. I mean, every, like you said, all the animal trials that they did was none of the animals survived. Um, They had to put animals down because they had neurological damage Mm -hmm. to them. So like, yeah, so basically they all died. Mm -hmm. So if you actually looked at the content of the studies, you would not be very comfortable with getting that put in your body, but, or your child's body. And there's a reason, you know, that we look at animal uh, trials and we you know, should take heat off of them, but apparently haven't. Because I mean, what the life expectancy of a rat or a ferret or a cat is much shorter, right? So we get to see what progresses in this animal. Wow, we gave them this injection of mRNA and over the course of its small lifespan, it developed horrible cancer and autoimmune disease. Uh, maybe we shouldn't shouldn't experiment with this, but instead we just skipped over that and just went right to humans. And I mean, clinical trials aren't even out until 2027, right? So this is literally just all clinical phase. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that's a lot's going to unfold just in these few years. Yeah. So I'm trying to remain, you know, positive and uh, think that. No matter what, you know, we'll see our way through this. But I also think we should all be pre- as prepared as possible. And I love the idea of your of your community that you're building um, on Injected, and that it's not just you know for relationships and dating. Um, though, however, I think it's now is the time, guys and gals, <laughs> to find your apocalypse partner if you totally. have totally <laughs> get that person on lockdown and hopefully you can find them on injected but if all you need is you know just additional friends sane voices like minds or like a community or like you even said there's craigslist like postings where somebody can find anything they need and or even probably post that they need that and um you know somebody's yeah. going to come to the rescue and i think that's a, a really important step for all of us coming closer together building a community, figuring things out for ourselves, Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, maintaining our independence, our sovereignty, our self-sufficiency, uh, since so much of it has been taken away and stolen and corrupted. Yes. So 100%. Shelby, and where thank can you. everybody find you? And uh, yeah, well, and, so and I love it. So let me tell people. So right now we do have the, uh, we've got the app available on Google and Apple, but ironically last night, we an article came out with um, Rebel News, and then we got shut down mysteriously. So I, um, we always get kind of opposition with our uh, technocrats. So mm-hmm. uh, we've actually been phasing away from that uh, on Injected. We've actually partnered up with a, a fellow Injected member uh, who's super technologically savvy. And we're actually going to be eliminating the Google and Apple app, uh, but we're going to be transferring all of our users onto our 
uh, web-based app. So what this will mean for everyone is that you can basically download it and it'll look like an app on your phone, but it's just going to redirect you to our browser, which is unjected.com. Uh, so, you know, everyone can, I guess you can't download the app this very second today, but hopefully by later tonight you will be. Uh, and I'll give everyone email updates there. You can also uh, just join the, the email list on uninjected.com, and that will be uh, where I let everyone know when the system's out. But hopefully by the end of May, our new system will be out. Uh, the messaging is going to be flawless. It's always been our biggest issue uh, is having some messaging issues. Uh, so everything's going to be gorgeous and, and brand new. Uh, and then we are on Instagram right now at, at unjected underscore, but I've been deleted eight times before. So we'll see <laughs> if it lasts. <laughs> Well, we'll definitely share some links and uh, point people in the right direction because right I'm definitely appreciative of what you have put together, you and your co-founders, and Thank you. I know other people will be too. Thank you so much. I hope that uh, it can help bring everyone together because we deserve to have uh, you know, love and friendship and services and healthcare and whatever else we can dream up. So I, I hope that we can all do I, I don't even need to hope. I know we can. It's yeah. all just a matter of just doing it. So yeah, thanks for having me on, ladies. No, absolutely. So uh, we'll wrap this up here, but Bixies, Bixens, everybody listening, thanks again for joining us and for checking out Shelby and the Unjected sort of project in the community and all the hope we have there. It sounds like a, an awesome place to be and I can't wait to kind of see like what other kind of postings are there and what I can find out and yeah, maybe what I can contribute. So, um, thanks again. We'll talk to you all later. And until next time, keep it sane, keep it peaceful, and keep it voluntary. Bye.